Candace party. It's not a party, it's an intimate get-together. Candace party, Candace party. Don't call it that, it's just a get-together. Candace party, Candace party. Oh, don't you spill can't, you your can't drink. welcome, don't you have to your... say something at the top. The music has to fade down. Don't tell me about a fade. What? I don't know. Do you cut hair now? <laughs> yeah, I do. Go on, intro the podcast. Are we starting? Oh, we've started. Oh. No, and none of this gets cut out. <laughs> um, you two just made the exact noise that a sitcom audience does when two people kiss for the first time. <laughs> well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get-together. Stop shaking your head. I'm, I'm mad at you I'm grooving along. I'm no, can you guys along. feel the tension in the airwaves? This is a live broadcast, right? You could cut it with a knife. No. No, you could cut it with a spoon. What? You can cut your face off, that's you freak. How, that, that's how, how tense it is. It's, it's jo- true. It's a joke. It's harder. It's so tense. dull. Well, that's, that's how thick it is. I'm that's laughing. How... I'm laughing. You two are both fired from this podcast. Okay. No, 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 no. Let's no, 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 no. Go ahead, do it. What contracts did we sign? Go ahead, do it. I'll muscle no, you. No, 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 we're out. fired. It'll Go take ahead. Moments. No, I, I'd love to see it actually. <laughs> okay, okay. I'd love to hear Solo it. Solo yeah. podcast. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh geez. Um. Hey everyone. I do. Ooh. Mm, uh, listen, I haven't had time to go to the bathroom for a while, so if you guys could just listen to silence for the next uh, twenty oh, so, minutes. So now he now he doesn't decide to just stop recording and make cuts wherever he wants. Hey, Interesting. No, no, no. Come on. Hey, come on, man. Now come on, man. His voice. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, come on, man. I have huh. I have trained a crocodile. That's it's already not good. Oh, it's a lie. It's such a lie. Will you guys come back to the show? I'm going to need you to cover your ears. Not the listener, just Danny. Okay. What do you think we should do, boss? Um, I think we should come back and do a hostile takeover. Okay. How, how hostile? Like, so hostile. Like, um... With my ears covered. Like, uh, like, um, like really angry people. Like really angry guys. Yeah. Not like a, not like not a like, cold yeah, way, like, but like, like actively like angry. Actively angry. Okay. The guns are blazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You can, you can, you can. Oh, uncover. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll come back. All right. Great. Welcome back. So, uh, with that being said, I'm Molly. Get in the cage. That, that was good. We're doing a hostile takeover. Is what you missed? I I'm so confused. but like an angry way, not like in a like a businessman way where oh, it's like no, cold. No, like the Hallmark original yeah, movie, like, no, hostile no, makeover. Danny, Danny, that's Lifetime, and no, no, no. It's a Lifetime. Get in the cage. Okay. So uh, I'm Molly. I'm Ryan. Quack, you quack. don't get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Danny. And welcome to Candace Party. <laughs> it's not a podcast. It's an intimate get together. We are here uh, with one purpose, and that is to prove it's that... It's to berate Danny in public. <laughs> <laughs> and to watch Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yeah, we're watching Phineas and Ferb, and this is a rewatch podcast. We're all siblings. We're related. Yeah. We're related. You can't prove we're not. Okay, we're related. You, we're, sentence quota. Give, give it five more minutes, <laughs> and you can talk again. So, Molly. <laughs> so, let's... Um, I don't know what that laugh was. Um, I'll cut all this out. How? This is exactly why... How? This, this, this is how tyranny breeds in a, in a society. Mm, authority derives from the consent of the governed. Um, anyway, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> you look like an angry Barbie. I am an angry Barbie. <laughs> after, all, after all these years, Barbie's been everything but that. Oh, After all these years, good. Barbie's been everything but heard. Ooh. Greta Gerwig presents Barbie. 
Greta Thunberg presents Barbie. <laughs> She's made of entirely recycled plastic. Honestly? Ooh. Honestly? Ooh. Greta, call me. <laughs> Is it pronounced the Thunberg? I don't know. That might be what you call a cartoon of her. Greta Thunberg. I got an angel on my head. The Greta Thunberger. It's like a Mr. Beast burger. But it's like a it's like a Beyond Burger because she's yeah. like a hippie. Oh, made entirely of recycled plastic. <laughs> you will digest more microplastic in the next five minutes than a fish does in one day. That is everything. We need to, Danny. You need to cut all of this out. Yeah, because we're we gonna need, sell it. Because we need to get in contact with Miss Greta, the, the Greta Thunberger. So it's I a Phineas and Ferb. Thunberger, home of the Thunberger. May I take your order? So it's uh, uh, it's a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast with us three elderly spinsters. It's Thunberg. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Thunberg. Because think about how think about how the, the Scandinavian sort of way to say that. Is she Scandinavian? She's something. She's blonde, foreign. I don't know. Is she foreign? Yeah. yeah. Have you no. never heard her talk? No, I've only seen anything like things. Written. I've only seen gifts of her face that adults tweeted each other. Yeah, in angry way. So I've only seen her. Okay. We rewatch uh, Phineas, Phineas and Ferb. It's to figure out what episode is the best, what quote from the show is the best, what song from the show is the best. Takedown of Andrew Tate. And we have to, uh, a prove that. Uh, Phineas it's for everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah, it's for not everyone, just for children. including Greta Thunberg. Incru- including Greta Thunberg. Um, yeah, and in order to accomplish this, I ask a very adult question about Phineas and Ferb uh, every every episode. Bounce it going? Well, no, not that kind of adult. There's kids that listen to this. So, <clears throat> uh, which Phineas and Ferb character has uh, stuck their hand in a in a working fan? Well, haven't we all? Yeah, honestly, I don't think probably I, every one of them. Have I stuck my hand in a fan? I mean, one of those little haven't ones. Haven't we all? One of those little yeah, spinning or ones. Like, or like a ceiling fan, you stand on your bed and you, oh, like, you stop it. And you stop it. Yeah, that's 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 just a different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would yeah, definitely okay. say all of them. Um, Do you think they've all done it? I, I don't think, think Baljeet's ever put his hand in a fan. No, Baljeet definitely does that for fun. He 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 cut open a fly to live inside of it on the top of that fan, and you don't think he would put his hand in it? That is surprising to us because it is because we are like, wow, Baljeet had an inner strength we didn't realize. He doesn't go out taking unnecessary risks, like think, sticking his precious hands in a fan. I think it's just a natural life Do you think everyone? I, would, I think everyone. It's like, you know, when you, when you like go to like, um, a theme park, maybe they have those like little fans that yeah, you can bring, and, you, and like, you stick your tongue on it. Yes, now we're because no, they're made of like styrofoam. Yes, yeah. yes, but Probably now we're getting into the territory of just trying to democratize. I'm talking about a dangerous fan. I'm talking about like a a full like size turbine. No, sucked no. into a wind turbine. I'm not okay. talking about you're going to no, lose a hand. I'm talking about you shouldn't do it. Has done it, but I think that the most serious and most frequent offenders would definitely be. Doofenshmirtz, I think that yeah. is self-explanatory. Um, I don't think Candace has ever stuck her hand in a fan. Candace has accidentally many times, but probably Ryan not just sniffed purpose. a sharpie. Mid sentence, a, a podcast. Mid mid podcast. No, you bro. cracked open a sharpie and took a whiff. That's I cracked weird. It in half. Yeah, I support that. Um, <gasps> Why did you do what? Sentence quota. So Molly. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I believe we were answering the question. Yeah, so um, who do you think? I, I mean, I definitely think... I agree with Doofenshmirtz. I feel like he's just... has that playful kind of stupidity. I feel like Lawrence, you know, like there's something there. An antique fan, perhaps? Mm, but that could break the antique fan. Maybe that's how he tests it out to see if it's in good shape. You know, he'd be all like, they don't make you fans know, like they used to. You used to yeah. be able to stick your hand right in one. No, because like it's like when you bite a gold coin, like there's risk involved. Yeah. But it's the, the but, worth of quality. I, yes. No, I, no, no, no. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> what risk is being taken by biting a coin? That it will break if it's not real. Could, do you know how many people touch coins? People do that they to do see if it's made of wood. Wow. You didn't even learn anything from COVID. You don't mm. even think it's real. Canceled. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Ooh. You spent none of that time working on yourself, and it's clear. <laughs> so, it's like doing a podcast <laughs> with two Greta Thunbergs. Greta, Greta Thunbergs. Oh. Go on. No, you just lowered your sentence quota for a, a little bit. That's fine. I'm going to edit all this out. We're restarting the podcast right now. No, we're not. Watch me. Click, click. It's done. Candace Party. Candace Party. No. It's not a podcast. It's a um, podcast together. You have, you have entirely too much control over this. I know. Linda is probably the least uh, like. She's never even come within a foot of a fan. I don't think Phineas and Ferb stick their hands in I don't in think fans. they do. They're very they smart boys. Yeah. But they would definitely invent a fan that you could. Stacey's like never stuck her hand in a fan. I could do this for hours. Coltrane. Um, I, think no. ev- I think everyone I think has. Coltrane I think Coltrane stuck I, I, You know when Phineas is like, my fingers look like Yeah, snakes. exactly. That's what Sometimes it sounds like when you like, talk into a fan. He's just... Just yeah. like when you're being a kid. Again, I'm talking about sticking your hand in like a a sti- one of those standing like, fans that oscillates. Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking about nah. you've stuck your hand in one of those. I'm yeah. sure I've tried to stick my finger I've through the, the little I've, the thing. You know, rub your finger along it to kind of like slow it down. Or you try to like. I think see I've only ever done this with a ceiling fan and one of those little styrofoam ones. Yeah, a ceiling called? fan is like, like the gate around it. What would you call that? A, a cage, like the grate. Yeah, the cage. Get in the cage. Get in the cage. Um. The Rage in the Cage, don't Saturday tr- Don't only. try this you at home, kids. Don't stick your point. fingers in and fans. You're just using don't it up talking about fans. You two, no. This is why you two can't be in charge, because you'll just do full sentences over each other, and when you do that, no one can hear either well, of your maybe sentences. maybe if you in the booth you could bounce us back and forth, you know, one ear is one of us. No, we're sharing the same input. Um, but don't try this at home, kids. Don't stick your hands in a fan, okay? That Oh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. Um, I'm gonna need you to put your hands over your ears real quick, Molly. No, I won't. Okay. I know what happens when you do that. <laughs> I'm gonna need both of you to put your hands over your ears right now. I need to have a one-on-one with the audience, I, Molly. If it's for the audience, no, you can't fool me. I like your moxie, but I'm gonna need you to do this. Mm. Okay. Mm. No, 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 no. Put what's in your hands down. I need. To... Thank you. I put the pen down. I, I. Thank you. Hi, guys, and welcome to Candace Party with me, Ryan. Where it's a and now he decides to not I... whisper for once. What? What? You okay, Molly? No, is, no, 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 what, no. What is hands this? Back over what is this ears. refusal to yes Word and where we're pretending we can hear through the hands? What is this? It it's the fact that I'm always annoyed by Ryan whispering. I'm this I'm literally I'm doing a hostile takeover, Molly. Can you just like support me this one time? No. So the title of today's episode is "Crack That Whip." And that's what I'm trying to do here in the studio today, but, but no one's covering their hands over their ears like I asked. Okay, tell How you what, you Molly, why the hostile takeover? When I, maybe are you okay? Maybe you guys are the hostile ones. Molly, you want to tell us what the episode's about? Crack mm-hmm. that whip. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, and that's why you're gonna have to put your hands over your ears. Just do this one thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, crack that whip. Uh, uh, Candace is at ye old park and she, oh boy, oh boy, she's roller skating around and she runs into, uh, 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 I'm on uh the edge of my seat here, man. Candace's grandma, Betty Joe, gets into a, a tussle with her former roller derby arch nemesis who happens to be Jeremy's, uh, grandmother. And so they have a, a grandma roller yeah, derby. They have this sort of like the, yeah. um, the Capulets versus the DiCaprio thing going on here. <laughs> are you, do you, 
All right, we're ready. Yeah, no. But at the same time. But at the same time. Anyway, so uh, Graham. That's to know. So uh, I'm googling, gr- googling live on the pod, folks. Getting getting frisky today. Someone just talk. There's an energy you bring to these proceedings. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, sir, and we're gonna have to ask you to. Yeah. So uh, listen. They, they, meanwhile, Doctor Doofenshmirtz has uh, seemingly a hangover. He's got a headache. He was at a a, a, a mixer. Wait, you didn't even say what they did, though. They just roller derby, Molly. Well, we, you just said that she ran into her nemesis. You didn't say that. They, I said they have an old lady roller derby. Did you? Yeah. You don't pay it. To, you are the there two worst so podcasters. Happening. No. We're not. We're not re-recording anything. We're not going back anywhere. We're we're living with our mistakes. Old lady roller derby. <laughs> they have an old lady roller derby in the backyard, baby. They build an arena, Phineas and Ferb. And uh, meanwhile, Doctor Doofenshmirtz, of course, uh, has some manner of hangover. He was at a, an evil scientist mixer all night, and uh, he's going to destroy a statue of Rutherford B. Hayes because he's so jealous of Rutherford B. Hayes's beard. Because of course, Doctor Doofenshmirtz can't grow facial hair. And uh, he's going to turn it into bread and then release a, a flock of magpies, hungry, hungry magpies, to devour the bread statue. That's the plot for this episode. I, for one, thought that this episode came way later, like a, a later season. Yeah. Um, I can tell you I remember this episode being on. I have one childhood memory of this episode. Uh, I didn't have many friends as a child. I was so lonely. Oh but I Everyone take a bathroom break. I remember I ha- I remember one friend I had. He was he was a sort of a first grade friend, and then just no keeping up the contact in second grade. Just no, no attempt. No keeping up with the Kardashians. No attempt made on my end or his. Just sort of like, well, second grade, we're done now. And uh, I remember going over his house and waiting for him to come outside and play. And he was like, you can wait in here. I have to go get something. You can wait on the stoop. And it was one- Get in the cage. I was only ever at his house twice. And I was standing there in his living room waiting for him to walk outside. And uh, his little sister was watching this episode on TV. And I remember being confused because I had never seen it. And I felt like I'd seen a lot of the Phineas and Ferbs. This Mm -hmm. must have been- it's 2007, so that's not first grade. He Maybe he was a second grade friend? Anyway, the point is... <laughs> I think, is this the friend that I had a cousin of the friend? We, we yes, might be. Yes, it's gotta be. There's yeah. no other... There's no other... Yeah, so... It's um, not Jack, friend? if you're thinking of Jack. Oh! Jack, oh. Is a, is a, Jack is a first grade friend, for sure. This must have been a second grade I was friend. gonna say, I, who, I have a this? friend that's he was a like cousin a neighbor of your of friend. Jason? No, not Jason. No, Jason was... The one with the motorcycle Conrad? dad? I think it's Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. So yeah, Con- Conrad's sister was watching this, and I was thrown for a loop because I hadn't seen it. And I was like, what's this? Something with bread? He's, he's letting birds out of a cage to eat bread? I don't remember that part of the episode yeah, at that all. Really that really threw me for a loop. Rutherford that- B. Hayes, familiar um, a little bit, but... Not uh, not the bread. I uh, right when when Grandpa Clyde appeared, Ryan immediately declared, "I hate him." <laughs> I, I don't. Hate I think him. you have its Bigfoot. I, uh, no, I, it's left, It's residual. Um, it's Bigfoot. Um, trauma. Yeah, because you really hated its Bigfoot. I hate its Bigfoot, and I just remember being sitting through that episode, being so absolutely bored. Yeah, and absolute, and not to make this about. It's about Bigfoot. you again? <laughs> no, it's it can be about me. That part's fine. It's just not to make this about big. Uh, 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 it's Bigfoot again. But I just think that that is absolute garbage, hot, hot, steaming garbage, and it makes me have um, resentment towards Grandpa Finn. 
towards Grandpa Flynn. 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 Well, they call, sure. he's, he's, he's Grandpa Clyde. Clyde. He's Grandpa Clyde. They seem to well, refer- Grandpa Clyde can go jump off a roof. Well. And I think he should. And I'll sit here and I'll wait until he does. Okay. Right. Well, well, I don't have. I just don't like. It's Bigfoot. You like but you, you like Blackbeard. Badbeard, sorry. <coughs> um. <laughs> Molly, please don't mention Blackbeard. That's a real pirate. I got so scared. Molly, please don't. <coughs> Molly, please. You don't understand what Blackbeard did. Don't even, don't even do that to me, buddy. But I shouldn't re record the part where I cough a bunch because <laughs> I choke on my drink. I tried to sneak a sip. Um, so anyway, Grandpa Clyde, I came to enjoy Grandpa Clyde a lot this episode because he and Phineas have a nice, fun, kooky he's energy together. He's for part of it. No. He's the color comment. No. He's, he's a color sleeper. commenter. He's literally a sleeper Com- part of it. He would never sleep. Commenter. Commentator. Color, color com- commentator. Yeah, true. Perry the platypus is a sleeper part of the episode. He's asleep and that's a in that one. booth. And Phineas is Phineas is doing the commentary. Maybe I guess I don't yes, listen. He is. I like Grandpa. Clyde. Are you gonna? No. They smash guitars together, this and Grandpa Clyde eats Grandpa a donut. Clyde, than it is you and me. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Do you want to? I, th- I think I no. I think we need to talk about the tension that's been here. I don't. I think, think the next I don't episode. Think, I don't think our brotherhood has been the same since you started, um, uh, uh being a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the last. Year? Yeah, I think year it's and a, actually it's longer than a year, but and I'm I'm speaking my my truth. Well, to quote that song by that band Cheekface, I'm eating salad and speaking my piece. Um, to to uh to, no. <laughs> Another are, classic yes and are, from Ryan Holt. You are just sick in the head. I just and don't want to eat meat. I think that's not the issue. It's it's the way that you are executing it. What am I doing wrong? You're taking this this sort of tyrannical sweeping motion across <laughs> across everyone that you come in contact with, like next, you do with this podcast. Next next episode, we should probably We're read. Get more we should read a scene. This. We should read a scene from like August Osage County, like a really dry drama about a family. You and I should do like a big dramatic blow up, and then Molly should come in at the end and go, "Who wants pie?" Pie. No, I have to say it. No mention. You know how pie. she gets. No, Molly, how long is it? So magpies don't count. Just magpies thinking about don't it, count. Danny. But here's Lummies. the side characters we got in this episode. We got Lawrence. We got Grandma. We got Grandpa. We got Stacy. We got Jeremy, and we got little Susie Johnson. Um, we got it all down here at the Phoenix. We got the meat. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Um, no Sunday, Sunday, Sunday for this Grandma Not roller yet. derby, but there should have been. I gotta say, I don't care for. <laughs> I don't care for Jeremy's grandma. Hildegard or whatever. Hildegard. And yeah. I won't care for her when we see her again at that family reunion. I, yeah, I don't care for her. She's she's kind of evil. Um, and just like annoying. Germanic. Yeah. Um, but I also, what I didn't like about this episode um, is it was very gendered. Um, like the fact that they were like, um, you can't be on that team because then there's going to be two boys and one girl and that's not fair. But that, but that's Susie. That's yeah. Susie Johnson. Yeah, it's annoying. But then Stacy, little Susie Johnson, pushing her propaganda. Little alt right Susie yeah. Johnson. Alt right Susie Johnson. A woman's place storming, is in the home. Storming the Capitol, storming January sixth. Susie Johnson. But then you got Stacy, who also was like, "Boys don't like to lose to girls." Now that's to be fair. Well, that's she's an mi- impressionable teen. <laughs> that is, she may not know better. That is Miss um, Stacy. Build a wall, Hirano. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy drained the swamp, Hirano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
they, these people in their their strict gender roles. They don't want. And what? what just, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. It just didn't need to be here. Um, that's just all. I, Great. That's what I had to say on that. Um, Perry. But let's be honest. Okay. Boys don't like to lose. Boys don't like losing to girls. <laughs> let's be but honest. I some stereotypes. Being a kid and that being a thing. But you love to lose. But I my do. point was that Judging like by, you know, there evidence. wasn't like the wrap up. By the, I'm not happy uh, in life. It just keeps happening. There was no like wrap up proving that wrong or anything. It's just like they both won. There was. Jeremy was okay with losing. He never expressed any competitive spirit. He didn't really express competitive spirit, but we didn't. It it was his grandmas. Their grandmas are the ones not okay with winning or losing or tying. They're not, but that, but didn't correct the gender statement. Molly, you gotta let it go. Jeremy's not the one saying that. Okay, but why was the glue gun the most suspicious thing? uh, Because uh, it was the only thing. I'm stuttering. I didn't know you wrote music. I do. Please play me one of your beautiful tunes. Okay, Molly, I'm going to need you on them. I'm going to need you on a hi hat. Okay. So this episode is um, um, is pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. I I like, you know, I like Phineas up in the booth. I like I like Grandpa Clyde just naming colors. I think that's all fun. I like headache doof a lot. I like headache, headache doof, doof. Is very much headache Danny. I like getting to meet. I constantly have migraines. Um, I don't I don't drink. I don't go to all night mixers, but I I do um, have sort of a middle aged woman's body ailments. Right? That's yeah. I think that's the point. It's okay. not. It's not as clear as like. There's that episode of Bluey. I don't know if you guys know the children's show Bluey, but there's an episode where the parents have a hangover. No, some and... of us are straight. Okay, I don't know if that's appropriate for the children. I watch Bluey. Oh, so, enforcing so, stereotypes. So that children can't. Well, I don't think there's a lot of preset stereotypes about Bluey. <laughs> I, you'd be surprised. Anyway, anyway um, I'm so, gonna need this to pick up. Da, 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 I got somewhere da, da, to be after this. Rutherford B. Hayes. I thought that was a nice deep cut. That's a great deep yeah, that's cut. That's a great deep American <laughs> oh, history, history cut. It's so good. Um, I didn't pick like up the that pace. At I'm, all. I'm picking. He said he wanted to pick up the that's pace. Going faster. That's just doing <gasps> oh, I'm ugly. going so fast. I, I I'm had a, a hedgehog. I'm the Flash. Good luck catching the road runner, meep meep. That ain't like the spitting that went with that, and that really just reminded me of Danny DeVito's Penguin. It was. I was gonna say it got a. I the other day. I know you saw it. I made it. And it's black blood. He does. DeVito Penguin does have black blood. Black goo. He starts spitting goo. I can't even talk about it. He goes. Watched it not that long. He's he's waddling and he goes. I need. Yeah, I can't. You're doing too good. I can't look at it. No. Um. He spits up black goo. That movie's a mess. I made that I made that Olive Garden video the other day and there's a part in it where I got real yelly. I made a fake commercial for Olive Garden. It's not for children. My children can't hear it. Well, I'm very sorry. But in that commercial there's a part where I just screamed for so long that by the end of the sentence I what are we recording? We're recording. Okay. I'd screamed so long I turned I started to sound like the Danny DeVito penguin at the end of it. I just went ah! I believe that. That's true. Gonna grip you, freak! It was. Yeah. I I don't like Danny DeVito's Penguin. It's not. It's not a problem oh. with Danny DeVito. It's just it disgusts me to my. Can core. I ask a quick question before yeah. we finish up this Phineas and Ferb episode mm-hmm. and go on to the next segment? Have we even gotten to like a what? 
There's a song. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, Ryan has to say. No, it. I okay. Well, we'll say it in a second. What penguin do you like? Because they're all kind of like that. This is a great segue. What penguin do I like? Oh yeah, everybody go around the table. Say the penguin. I like. like club penguin. Um. That was not this episode. Yeah, nobody. No, it's any episode. Oh, you I, just want to in general. You want to talk about, about this. Well, okay. Oh. Okay, fine. Everyone take a bathroom break. Well, I like Burgess Meredith Penguin. <laughs> It's the one from the 60s show, and he laughs, he goes, wah, wah, wah. Children don't know that. I guarantee you 90% of the children, th this show's for the kids. It's, we're doing it for the kids. You want about to go toe-to-toe -to -toe right now? You want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe right now? Yeah. You want to box right now? Dogs. Come on. Come on, whip out the dogs. Look at my little dogs. That's what I call my fists, not my feet. Some people call it feet the dogs. Oh, the dogs are barking. When I say the dogs are barking, I mean my arthritis is acting up because my hands are aching like crazy. <laughs> that explains your art. Yeah, yeah. My art is all squiggles. I'm the creator of Dr. Katz on Comedy Central. It was a squiggly cartoon. I should have said Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I should have said Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I did. <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Eddie gave. <laughs> I got Ed, Ed, and Eddie disease. That's what I call these tremors in my hands. <laughs> okay. So Molly wanted to mention that Club Pack. I want to go outside and take a breather I real quick. And maybe we can smoke a break. I want to talk about Club Penguin. Yeah, what'd you want to say, I buddy? I was just confused. I didn't mean to cut you off before and derail this. It's okay. Yeah. The bluey so, theme is so, rampaging in my head. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to put headphones on. No, 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 no. Mom, I'm gonna need you to keep it Bluey, Dad. Bingo! Bluey. Oh, it's bingo. Oh, it's and then Bluey. It's okay. I know the Bluey theme song. I, I like my, a friend, a friend of mine really likes. Bluey. I really like Bluey. Anyway, Club Penguin. Um, Ooh, Dell support assistant. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome. Um, one of those. So it's never Ryan support assistant. <laughs> it's always Dell. Cortana needs you. <laughs> oh. She's lonely. Well, what about me? Anyway. Um, yeah, so Club Penguin. So Club Penguin. Club Penguin came out in 2004, which as we know is right before Phineas right before and Ferb. before I was born. Uh, well, a little bit before. A couple years before Phineas and Ferb. Right and before I was born, because I'm so young. No, it was not before you were born. Okay, um, well, they don't need to know that. They do. Um, so Club Penguin. Oh my God, doing this doing. with ADHD and you is so hard. Aren't they the same? <laughs> um, is ADHD in the room with us right now? <laughs> Times two, baby. Bluey. Times two. Um, nope. It's gone. Club Penguin. They have spies, and you, uh -oh. that reminded you were yeah, talking about I, international so espionage. International <laughs> espionage. There's a commercial for the movie Spies in Disguise. Reba's a voice of one of the characters, and in the commercial, she's supposed to say it takes place in the high stakes world of international espionage, and she goes in the high stakes world of international, international espionage. espionage. And I worked at a movie theater while that movie was in theaters and every day I would hear the hashtag world of international espionage and I would say a single mom who works two jobs who loves her kids oh, and espionage Molly you watched a video about Club Penguin <laughs> so Club Penguin came out in 2004 uh, for those of you who don't know or maybe you forgot Club Penguin was an Earlier online game um, that you could play uh, where you had a little penguin uh, avatar that you'd be and you'd go around and interact with people and play fun games and such, but you could also be a secret agent. And um, I, when I was watching this video about Club Penguin the other day, I was like, man, isn't it interesting that like we were all secret agent penguins for a couple of years and then all of a sudden a secret agent platypus comes out a few years later. And like, I don't know, I just started noticing all these similarities, like the giant monitor that like, 
you get yeah. your missions on in Club Penguin is very similar to Major Monograms. The fact that like both the Penguins and Perry have bills and flippers and the little spy yeah. gadget phone. I don't know. It's like the Alka feels like Club Penguin secret agents. Doctor Doofenshmirtz is just like the polar like special, bear. Special Agent Oso. Yeah. Well, that feels a little bit more removed to me. It does because it's 3D animation, and it was after that. I mean, it's yeah. like two thousand. That's like two thousand eight. Phineas and Ferb is two thousand seven. So, yeah, but, so but, that's but. the trend. It goes P- Club Penguin, Phineas and Ferb, Special Agent Oso. You want to look up what your Spies Special Agent Oso is, real quick? I feel like that was way later than two thousand eight. But now it was at the pod. But <laughs> both have like cool acronyms. I don't know. Edgy. It's just there. There's something Hard there to me. Hitting journalism. Um, yeah, so I think my explanation for this would be as simple as um, special agent. Oh no! It looks like it. Was, no, wait, I wasn't done. Okay, well, it looks like. Okay, well, you're still talking. My theory. For, oh, I guess I interrupted you. <laughs> 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 Will you just tell us what your special agent Otis came out? Ooh, can I? I want you to guess. I need you to put in your bidding number. He already guessed 2008. Yeah, but what about you? I don't know. 2010. You're just you're taking you're just sucking the fun out of it like a big old vacuum of not fun. Well, it was right in between 2009. There okay, you go. so my guess would be that um, that wasn't as fun kids' as spy toys were also really popular at the time. For like from the 90s spy into the kids. 2000s, there were spy toys for kids. Spy Kids was 2001. So like um, the nation was reeling we from were, September 11th. We needed the spy kids. We were really into spies. I mean, I love spies. Like we specifically, this family right here, Ryan and I. We were really into spies. Let me tell yeah. you. Let me tell you one thing. Yeah. If Junie Cortez had been on the scene, nine eleven never would have happened. No, it's like. Did you ever hear uh, Mark Wahlberg say that weird thing? In the Cortez America. No. Did you hear Mark what Wahlberg say that weird thing? Mark Wahlberg said if he was on the plane on nine eleven, things would have gone down different. And I think that's the most egotistical thing an actor's ever said. I mean, it's just... like something Tom Cruise would have said. No, but I would have believed it if it was Tom Cruise. It. That, that's that I, video of him. Because I think Tom Cruise could take at least one bullet. I know that the hijackers had knives, but I think Tom Cruise could take one bullet and keep going for a while. I feel like on willpower. We shouldn't be discussing this. We probably shouldn't. So he's here's the thing: to save cinema, Molly. He's trying to save cinema. Quote. I, I, I can't even talk dun, about it. I'm dun, gonna get too dun. excited. Speaking about of Mission spies Impossible. that were popular, Mission Impossible, 1990, uh, I think seven. Yes, but but my point is that Spy Kids, Special Agent Oso, Mission Impossible, even the spy toys, that's still all a different vein. There's something about the animation of Club Penguin that it rings similar to me. Maybe it's the blue. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's just the bill that reminds Maybe me. Maybe your of default Perry. Penguin was blue. No, mine was pink. MG uh, Pink Five. You Thank are you, very much. you are a girl. Um. Excuse Boys me. don't like to lose. Boys don't like to lose. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's something there. And then when we did that, um, Perry the Platypus, like secret agent uh, at mission Epcot? in Epcot, yeah. that was we used fun. like a little spy that phone. Was, that was really very fun. similar. That to really the spy could have been a Club Penguin. penguin. That could have been a Club it Penguin could, experience. I fully believe that if Club Penguin hadn't closed down, that would have been next. But you know what's weird about that attraction at Epcot? That it was still there when we went in 2017? No, yes, but what's weird about it is that they keep replacing it with stuff that is on the way out. So like Kim Possible, yeah. when they made when they opened the Kim Possible attraction, it was in like the final season because part of it was a figure of Dr. Dementor, which is yeah. the um Pat Oswalt character, the German scientist, you only hear about him in the original run of the show. And then, like, when they brought the show back, they were like, oh, let's use that character. Draken was on the fo- like the yeah. Dr. Dementor is like a joke early on where he's just on the phone with someone named Dr. Dementor. Then Dr. Dementor shows up in like the last season of the show when they brought it back because it had been popular. So it's like 
already we're bringing it in during the late in life phase of Kim Possible. Well, when they make those it things where it's like you have to make sure it's doing well. You know, yeah, like, but like okay, okay, so like Kim Possible's over, right? It's over for a while before they make it Phineas and Ferb, and then they finally replace Phineas and Ferb. Now it's Ducktales. Ducktales was oh, already it's still over. There? I didn't know that. No, they... yeah, they made it into the Ducktales adventure now, right? So I didn't know this. Here's the thing: is that Ducktales has been over for like two years, and Phineas and Ferb is coming back. They could have just waited, and Phineas and Ferb would have been a current TV show again. But what's weirder than all of this is that like they so rarely do TV show themed things in the Disney yeah. parks because they're always worried that like, oh, you know, if we build like a Gravity Falls ride, Gravity Falls was only on for a period of a few years, and now. People and don't remember it as much. The nation. It but, changed but the also, game. Also, like that doesn't make sense to me because movies only come out once. Like but, TV well, shows, they like, run for multiple seasons. But think about this. But like, you first, you but first. Things was there, last forever. There, there was a gap between the but Phineas the and Ferb and the Ducktales, right? Because like they weren't doing that. No, it's COVID. just been running. It's just been running. Like they stopped it during COVID, I guess, because they didn't want people touching the phones. But other than that, it just it kept running until. I, this is baffling my mind. I didn't know that. It's called like the Ducktales World Showcase Adventure. This is. It's, yeah. This is. This I is crazy I wonder if it still somehow involves the robot from the Kim Possible version that was left in the Phineas and Ferb version. That was amazing. It, I'm sure it does. I, they, yeah. you know, they love their little Easter eggs. That um, was a euphoria that I will never experience again. What is <laughs> I think also it was amazing? Just putting it well, very lightly. That. Was amazing You're a basic because girl. it was Phineas and Ferb. But I will say that the version that's in Magic Kingdom of um, the Pirates of the Caribbean adventure, where you go around um, uh, Adventureland, it, that that's pretty up there for me. Mm. That was pretty amazing. And how we're much doing do that you when we go next time? How much do you miss Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom? Um, I don't. Only you played that. Okay, no, that's not true. I have a friend who played that. No, no, no I mean, is like, it the same I nerd mean, who likes Bluey? Yes, I but they were really the, into it. I meant out of the three of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is really cool, and there's an animator on uh, Instagram. You can all find him. His name's John Pomeroy. His account is John Pomeroy Art. He's one of the animators who left Disney in the '70s to found the Don Bluth Studio. They worked on Land Before Time and Thumbelina and uh, all the, all the Don Bluth movies like that. Anyway, so he. Uh, he also just did some work on the, the sequel to Enchanted, Disenchanted. Uh, he worked on Space Jam, A New Legacy. There's very few projects with hand-drawn animation, but he's a very talented artist. I'm going to do something that's pretty controversial right now. You're going to interrupt me? I'm going to say Before I get that, to the point of this? Um, there was a point? Yeah. Yeah, okay. which was that if you yeah, just that John Pomeroy did a bunch of animation for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, and now he's putting it up on Instagram, and you can see uh, all the all the pencil drawing, oh. all the pencil animation oh, for Sorcerers I, of the Magic Kingdom. I was Kingdom. gonna I was gonna interrupt all of this and say that we should talk about Phineas Ferb again. Oh, yeah. um, world showcase. We have though. to talk about their the, song. the songs, and then we also have another fine, episode fine, in this fine. one yes. to do. <laughs> We're doing great on time. We're only thirty four minutes in. Go ahead, I think we could get this wrapped up. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So the the song in this is Ring of Fun. Can you hum me a bar of that? Um, well, I just would really love to say it, it has a nice um a doo-wop feel towards the beginning, but then mm. it, it really just pick up. I, something I wanted to say about this is it's one of those interesting times in Phineas and Fur where we see like Phineas and Grandpa singing and mm -hmm. playing the guitar, but they aren't the voice of the the people singing. Yeah. Um, and they're so singing along. They're babe. singing along, right? And I always find it interesting. There's there's a couple times we see that, but I, oh, I always yeah. think I just, it's interesting choice when they do that. The song was fine. I mean, it was neither amazing nor was it. It's been fun. It's fine to listen to, but it's not memorable. It's not memorable, but I do really like the the line "Grudge Match Granny in the Summer Sun." 
There was a couple good lines good. in and, the song. It's just it's very. This reminds me of the chariot song where it's just like well, these are all clever lyrics, but there's yeah. no. I, but I don't. Not, but I don't remember that. I'll never remember this. Yeah, yeah, when you literally were like hum a bar from it, I was like, yeah. But well, I, I liked it. Well, it's just it's like he likes it. He if, really likes. If it. you were to make a CD collection of all the Phineas and Ferb songs and you left this off, I don't think you would get more than five emails saying like, "Hey, you forgot." Yeah. If, Ring you, of fun. if you would be upset, please email us at yeah. CandacePartyPod at gmail.com. CandacePartyPodcast at gmail.com. Some, it's in the description. There is some good, uh, some email good us. lyrics. But send us an email. I, I like us, getting emails. Yeah, send us, send us questions yeah. about me. Let me check the email. I love me. did want to just say- um, They all hate me, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I wanted to put out a point of why I think Phineas and Ferb is for people of all ages. Go um, ahead, and kid. And one of those things is that Candace does say, maybe I'll get lucky and be hit by a bus. Not a joke for children. Yeah, um- Grown up, grown up concept there, but like also me every day. Am I right? Like, yeah. How many times Candace a day do I say I should upcoming, jump out a window? This next episode and this uh, oh. and this duo, she really yeah gives, gives uh, people with anxiety some representation here. Yeah, <laughs> representation matters. So, do we have anything else to say about crack that whip? More grandmas should jump over people on roller skates. I I'll, I'll second that. I don't think tying you is really as good as winning. Tying is one. not as good as winning. No, you know what. I take that back. I meant to say tying is not as bad as losing. I'm fine Both with tying. No, I'm fine with tying because it. I don't really. Uh, someone else said this. I don't remember who, but this is a quote from somewhere. It's just. It's not that I care about winning. It's just that I don't want to lose. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's, I mean, that's I really all winning, I ever though, feel. I'm okay with. Lose. I'm okay with a draw. I just don't like the feeling of losing. Yeah, losing and sucks. I don't. I don't need Hot to win. Take, losing sucks. I just don't feel like losing. That's fair. Okay, right. So then, how do you explain? past few years of me constantly losing yeah i haven't been happy back we've been calling it the great losing streak oh well he knows i've been betting against daddy daddy no um quotes we only have one quote from this episode and it's there's no beard like 19th century there is no beard like 19th century beard um that's that's one that we throw out there decently enough yeah the doctor the doctor (laughs) tells me i'm sick Doctor says I'm sick. He says I'm never going to walk again. Doctor says I'm not going to walk is, again. Doctor says I so need I refer medication. to all doctors as doctor. He does. And it gets really <laughs> weird when he's talking about a professor of music. <laughs> anyway. Doctor says I'm flat. Doctor that says feels... I didn't go back to the DSL coda. You, you know did what not I'm go saying? Back to the DSL coda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doctor says I'm either dragging or rushing, but either way, I'm not on tempo. Anyway, um, the second episode that this is paired with Russia. Is uh, <laughs> it's called boy. Oh no, sorry, it's the best, best lazy day, day ever. ever. We've got Jeremy, we've got Stacy, and we got Coltrane. I hate Coltrane. Um, because <laughs> he mismanages that summer camp. Oh, <laughs> he won't give Balgie a grade. Just tell him it's an A. Um, this episode, Phineas and Ferb decide they're going to, for once, relax. <laughs> they're gonna be lazy <laughs> and like yeah, take a load off. Load that off. drives take Candace off. insane. And like Ryan was saying, like it really is a great picture of people with anxiety, people who like live in the state of stress so much that like when they don't have to stress, they just don't know what to do with themselves. They, they create it. They create themselves. it. It's like a really no, psychologically nothing. deep episode. Um, but yeah, and so Candace is supposed to be going they to want see a Peabody. <laughs> Candace it has to pee, buddy. <laughs> Candace is supposed to go see Jeremy and his band, uh, Jeremy and the Incidentals, in a concert. And uh, she gets a little caught up trying to make herself, trying to get Phineas and Ferb to do something so that she can bust them. Because she realizes without busting them, she has no purpose. Who is Candace? 
Who um, is Candace? And after all these episodes, we don't know. Yeah, that, I, they have. They've yeah. been like, you know, she's kind of been like, um, she's Candace, like a, a like a shredder, like always, like you know, the back of the chair. You never really see her. Um, we're waiting for <laughs> the reveal. The, you think the shredder? We've never seen the shredder. I was gonna say I've got for a pretty a big, good for image a big of... part of it. Isn't he? Isn't he like hit him? Well, he, you don't see his face because he wears a mask. Well, yeah, I might be thinking of Inspector Gadget. Oh, Doctor Claw! Doctor Claw is <laughs> Doctor Claw is very similar to the Shredder. Don't be mean to Ryan about this. What? They're very similar. They are. They're the. They're I mean, the I big know of Doctor Claw, but I don't really Dr. know Shredder Claw. all that well. Well, the Shredder's just like the bad guy in Ninja Turtles. No, I know who he is. fights them a little more directly. But, yeah. But okay. He, they right, both have I'm claws. Crazy in thinking of that. They both have like metal arms. I, mean, I don't know. They live in a lair. Anyway, usually the Shredder is sending someone to fight the Ninja Turtles. I only know of the Super Shredder. From the Ninja like Turtles I movie. feel well because yeah. for the most part we only see Doctor Claw's like his hands. Yeah, you know because we're, we're. I never watched the, the cartoon reveal. Inspector Gadget. Oh, I was picturing it was on Netflix. It was on early oh. Netflix. Ryan and I mm. used to watch Netflix on the Wii, the oh, Nintendo Netflix Wii. On the Wii, yeah. and it was the the, the, the only cartoons they had were the '60s Spider-Man cartoon, which is great. I maintain that show's great. '60s Spider-Man cartoon, D- Inspector Gadget, and. <sighs> some French thing no one had ever heard of. And Dilbert. Danny and I loved Dilbert. The, okay, oh, but the Dilbert cartoon was really Dilbert good. The man who writes Dilbert has since gone crazy, but oh. at the time, the Dilbert Shame. cartoon was a good time. What was that fair, show so you watched that I hated? Yeah, but he The Critic or something? I love The Critic. Yeah, That show's that show. great. He creeps me out. You're boring. Anyway. And fat. Best lazy day ever. Um, really cute imagery of everybody... Um, Everyone in nature just going like, ah, 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 nice and relaxing. And yeah. then a b- beautiful blunt cut to a doctor's office and a guy going, ah, with the tongue depressor oh, in his throat. Yeah, so that was a great, good, great opening bad. bit. So look, here's the deal, guys. Listen, Sparky, here's the deal. If you want to get the little lady, you got to be a straight shooter. Got to be a straight shooter. shooter. I like this episode a lot. I like Candace's writing, the writing for Candace. And this is very good. There's a part where she says that um, they're plotting my downfall by doing nothing. Which is very much what it feels like this when you're. En- yeah, what is it? This endless campaign. This endless <laughs> campaign to something by doing Did you nothing. Write it down at all? No, I, I couldn't get the whole thing. Uh, it just—it was very. It's like I look I've, at them plotting my downfall. Yeah, it's like then they're just doing nothing, they're and it's there. sometimes when you're upset, you're obsessing over someone else's like behavior and like what they're doing, and you're like, I know she hates me. Yeah, you're like they're intentionally doing this. Like you know, she didn't like my Instagram post because like to, to prove something. He watched my story ten minutes ago and he hasn't answered my text. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, what I think is really the most eye ripping out part of this episode is that for some reason Phineas and Ferb think standing is relaxing and there is nothing <laughs> that is, that is about standing true. they're standing there now, now they have bad posture don't get oh, me wrong oh, Phineas is a fully like scoliosis. fully yeah exactly like, but still standing isn't relaxing and it's not until Candace points out to them standing is doing something that they float down i.e. a reverse Michael Jackson lean um, to the ground and like right. it uh, standing isn't relaxing and the yeah. fact that they thought that really I guess just yeah. shows like how busy they are all the time let me just say it this shows the tension in their quads yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, this episode also uh, the Doofenshmirtz and Perry B plot is that Doofenshmirtz has built a laser which will make things just as ugly as he is and the way it does this is by absorbing the ugliness of a toad and shooting a, a beam at people um, and it works in such a way that if you put a photograph that 
starts as a regular size photograph, like but an eight by ten, an eight by ten glossy, but it becomes a wallet size because it has to fit into the animation prop. Anyway, it, it if you put a picture of a handsome guy in there, like famous actor Vance Ward, uh, it'll it'll turn everything just as handsome as him. But it also like makes things inferior. It's very vaguely defined. It's cute. Yep. It like it turns like a sweet soft band into like a metal band, which like it's a little judgy, a little ugly. Man. I mean, I guess metal's not supposed to be yeah, cute. But, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing yeah. that gets me. So this... Well, this, the song they sing is called Ugly. Beautiful, kind, and gentle. And then it goes like, we're ugly. Yeah. ugly. But this is my thing. Why does the Uglyinator, if that's what it's called, but the, the, the machine that turns things ugly, why does that make Coltrane switch instruments? Because it's that, whatever he's playing. Coltrane play is playing the bass, or the guitar, but I mean, I'm assuming it's a bass, and then... When and the other guy, the other incidental is on the drums, and then they switch to the heavy metal band, and Coltrane suddenly playing the drums, the other guy playing the bass, because it, it represents their um, their inner combat with the the instrument. Neither um, of them wants would to you, be would playing. Would you? I I would consider it quite ugly to be on a stage and playing an instrument I don't like, is, let alone know how to play. Question. Yeah, is doctor. this the first mention of Xavier and Amanda, uh, Jeremy, yes. and Candace's future children? Are you counting them as side characters? No, I just thought, like, I wanted to kind point like out that we hear her mention this concept, like Shredder or Dr. Claw? No, it's Again, just, the Shredder's it, in it the becomes cartoon. a really yes. cute thing when they go to the future and those are where their children are yeah. named. So I just wanted to point out. Or maybe it's kind of the whole time. Well, no, we're not staring at him well, not, the whole time. No, not like the whole time. Oh. But, like his, We always know who he is. Right? Tonight I dine on turtle soup. Is that what he says? Yeah. yeah. That's metal. <laughs> that's, <laughs> he's covered in it. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, what else you guys got about this? Um, besides the fact that Ugly Perry is uh, truly horrifying. I love Ugly Perry. Uh, Ugly Perry's almost as good as Pony the Dehydrated. Um, yeah. I like that Candace is capable of building a giant water slide, but somehow it's a water slide that a five-year-old could build. I love matter. that it is. Yeah, it, it motivates her to become what she hates them. I just, yeah, I really think the portrayal of Candace as someone with anxiety making their worst fear come true, the self-fulfilling, that's the worst part about being anxious uh. and like being upset about the things other people are doing is that you always end up causing the thing you were upset about or in the like, first place. Like, I'm yeah. so stressed. I can't do all this stuff I have to to do but i'm stressed because i'm I, i'm not doing i'm not it. doing yeah. this stuff uh, yeah and it, also it's like if it's like if you're bothering someone and you're like asking them like do you think i'm an annoying person it's like you become an annoying yeah, person like, why are you doing that? You yeah. That yeah you can I wrote, this is all do you think i'm rude. needy yeah yeah well this just is oh, i think it's a very relatable episode um yeah that i think like this is just very relatable. Yeah. Um, in a in a way that maybe we all need to self reflect on. Yeah. This brings in the the, the self reflecting light. As far yeah, as I agree. The line for Peter Pan's flight is way too long. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that actually. I just, just um, gonna say that. As a side note, bouncing off of that, um, <laughs> as far as songs go, we have "Do Nothing Day," which is pretty good. The name of beautiful cotton kind yeah. of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I, I, I think it's a little bit "Do Nothing Day." Well, because at the end it becomes. Yeah. Not, it's it's very. I feel like it's very whiny. I, I don't like it. No. Honestly. I sing that a lot when I'm walking around just because I know it's supposed to be like an annoyingly cute song. But when I, I find myself just every once in a while going, beautiful, kind of gentle. Yeah, I find myself doing it, but I, I don't like that I am. Candy and gum. Um, We're ugly. It's literally, and then, yes, and then we have ugly, yeah. which is, and it's yeah. the words I believe are it's, like, we're ugly. We're dead ugly. Not quite so ugly. Uh, not quite the Dan Pavenmeyer. No. Got these chains on me. Yeah. It's not quite, but it's a similar kind of ugly. 
Um, it's a similar yeah. kind of. But uh, is that all? Is that all anyone has for this? Um, I mean, it's a I great episode. Another episode. Um, gender thing in this one as well. There was the and because they're men, they'll want to take over and show me how to do it. When Candace is building hey, the uh, some stereotypes thing. and like, listen, do men do that? Truth. Yes. Um, but Phineas and Ferb don't. Listen, proving the, that Phineas and Ferb are great guys. Molly, should the should the children's media propagate such stereotypes? No, no but do we, need we to call exist. The fact in, that men do this. We yes. exist in a society where men do not like to lose because they have these petty, fragile egos, and where men feel the need to take over every project because they're men. These these are both these are both unfortunate both truths. Yeah, but we should we but should we not we preach change our underwear now that we're men? We well, can do anything. And I just wanted to point out that um, Vance Wood, the Ward, Ward. See, I thought it was Ward, and then when um, Ferb said it at the end, or somebody else said it at the end, I, I thought. I think it's Ward. Whatever but I could Vance be wrong. Is. I don't. Um, really... He uh, is. What's the guy that plays him again? That voice. Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. I felt like he kind of looked like him. In like a weird way. That's interesting because Diedrich Bader has curly black hair and this was a the blonde. The forehead. The this forehead. Was a blonde. It was all forehead. The forehead. Interesting. Okay. Um, Ryan, do you think that the drawing of the handsome blonde man looks like- There was the... just something about it. Okay. I know that he doesn't literally look like, like a carbon copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something... Diedrich Bader's really good though. I love Diedrich him. Diedrich Bader's great. He's going to be on this show a lot more. He's going to come on our show. No, it's finished for pod. He's going to be finished for. If you're ever interested in a podcasting gig, yeah, Diedrich Bader. We have a fourth side of the table. We're not using up. Listen, Diedrich Bader. I I just want to ask you questions about Batman mostly, but I could get around to get a triangle table to do the podcast on in the shape of Phineas's head. We should support our. No, no, I, I'm supporting. No, Molly, we were gonna do, we were gonna do, we were gonna do word by word. No. Oh, it's no, weird that you, that was no. you guys are really bad at yes and. We never claimed to be, and I think it's that we just don't want a yes and with you. Oh, hurtful. Yeah, okay, a, you know, you're more of a no but type Remember of vibe. Remember when? Um, well, I, sure. I've been doing squats. Louis I'm trying to. On Sweet Life on Deck, just used to always say hurtful. No. No. Oh. But. <laughs> Um, quotes from this episode or any other uh, None. any other points? I have no we have no quotes from this episode. No, yeah, not a very quotable one. It's no, very but it's relaxing. good. But it's still good. I mean, I mean, again, well, we have like kind when you're, of when you're you got to split hairs here. You got to hit. Know, you got to hit splares. You got to hit splares right in the face. Oh, I I do actually okay. really like splares. evil Ferb and evil Phineas's eyes in Candace's um, imagination. I of, like her little vision that they're evil. Yeah, yeah. she's like imagining that they good. replace themselves with statues, and, and I, she's like that way. Candace will think we're up to nothing Phineas, when we're up to Phineas something. Is like yeah. evil voices are yeah, really that, funny to me. It's very Vincent just like. It's also a great illustration of how stupid Candace's problem is just because her paranoid fear. Sometimes this is a good thing to do in real life is you have to ask yourself why you're worried about something. Like, what is it you're dreading? Because the answer to what Candace is worried will happen in her fantasy is we'll do something yeah. like it's just it's like she's just worried about the notion of activity occurring that she is not aware and in charge of but then she really gets into the oh i'm so worried about this because if they're not doing yeah. something what am i doing right she, she has, has no, no idea who she is without this and how Cries often do mirror. we base our whole personality our whole identity around another person or job or something that's taking up all our time and then you lose that and you're like who am i where am i what is my purpose? It was like when I finally ran out of um, uh, Lego bricks to eat. Sometimes I do karaoke and everyone gets really discouraged afterward because it's so good. Yeah, yeah. This is not the same thing. I took him to a karaoke bar once and you know what happened? They wouldn't let him in because he's not 22. Uh, 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 he would be 22. 
I went to a, my friends recently. We were all out I on the town. We all we recently went out. We did not go to karaoke. But there's this uh, this they see that we have the same last name and they think it's going to be the same result. There's this club that uh, is in um, it's in Morristown, uh, New Jersey, which is not where we live. We don't live in Morristown. I mean, I know that's, we don't live in Morristown. But two hours away from here. Yeah, but they know that now we we are by, by there. Anyway, Generally. so I'm in. Yeah, I uh, we went to this does. place in Morristown. It's called the Laundromat. It's like a little club bar place, right? I go to walk in. And they're like, sorry, you have to be 23 to get in. And I was like, what kind of bar has a 23-year-old age limit? Like, And why is that? I don't know. I guess maybe they just don't want 21-year-olds. I'm 22. I missed it by a year. I was so disappointed. And all my friends walked in, and they were, like, well inside of this place. So I just had to stand outside. I went and I got some frozen yogurt. And then one of them got mad at me because he wanted to get ice cream after. And I was like, me having frozen yogurt doesn't preclude you from getting ice cream, like you buddy. You got to go into the cool place. You got to go into the cool place. But he also, he's like me. He doesn't like going to bars. And he I was just humoring go. the others. Why do you, you go to all these cool places and I don't go anywhere? Because I have that one friend who has the Phineas and Ferb disease that drags us to all the cool places. Beautiful, I want that. I want to be friends with that friend. And loving and soft. Well, don't go to Maine. It's cold. Anyway. anyway. Actually, Maine was pretty cool. Anyway. Um, that's, I think, all we have Don't to say lie about lie on the air. No, I had a nice time. It's nice. I went to Acadia National Park. I mean, it was cold, but it was nice. What? They have ever. a whole, They have this thing there. It's called Thunder Hole, where the water Maine is like the, it's so, Bigfoot of the United States. Well, you might find Bigfoot there. If he's anywhere, he's hiding in Maine. Or Oregon. Yeah, because who's going to look there? He's Bigfoot. He's Bigfoot. Right he's literally never been anywhere, Ryan. He lives in the... Well, he hasn't. You know that I'm legally not allowed out of the bounds of this studio that we're All right. In. Well, anyway, um, I think this episode's great and we're done. It's like a B. Yeah, I I'm, It's I'm, nothing. It's nothing to write. Super I would even home say about. like B minus. I like in the, the grand scheme of things. Mm, no, I was giggling. I was giggling at Candace not I knowing was who she giggling. was. I'll, uh, give it, it yeah, I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. Um The first half, the crack that whip is a B. Yeah. Yeah, that's Let a, us that's, know what you guys bad. think of this episode. Um if you have any questions, comments, concerns for Send us. Send us an email. Send us an email. We'll, um, us. we'll send us. you an email back. Yeah. No, we don't. No, uh, we'll but I'll answer. I'll read it. We'll, we'll read it on the air. Yeah. Or if you don't want us to read it, you know, please please say that. Eh, like, what are you hiding, you know? Well, All right. But, okay, well, we're, if you say don't read it, we're not going to. But well, yeah. I but can't imagine listen, what someone would say I, that we guys, would. Guys, I got it. I got to go bathroom. I got to go potty. Got, well, then you have to do the little signal with your hands so we know. No, no, it's not the signal. Um, No. Did you ever have to do this in preschool? No. We did like this. That's not a thing. Nah. It's um, sign language for bathroom. Oh, well, sometimes well, we would have to do quiet coyote if we were all talking too well, much. Well, yeah, that's because you're a loud mouth. Um, I was a good kid. I was a good kid. Anyway, let's say goodbye to You took to my the pen listeners. that writes in five colors. Na, 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 I know, because you didn't have one. Nickelodeon. Not um, what I was doing, but are you ready to do the sign off, guys? Yeah. yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. Candace party out. Peace. We're talking that was terrible. Get together. We'll restart the episode. I to the end to the T I M A T E get together. That's right. It's not a party.